Hi, I'm Cecilia Poulain, mother of two, ex-lawyer, ex-banker, writer, singer, creator of one-woman shows, international coach for professional women, international keynote speaker, breaker of conventions, and believer in creativity and the power of the feminine in all of us to change the world. Welcome to Diary of a Writer, where I talk about how I write and read some of what I write. I really hope you enjoy it, and that it encourages you to develop your own creativity in whatever form that may take. Hello to my regular podcast listeners. Thank you for being patient with me. I haven't um, I haven't done an episode for quite a long time, and I wanted to jump on to explain why what I was up to. Um, part of what I've been doing is writing about um, men and women, and specifically uh, the men. And by the men, I mean my grandfathers and my father, my uncle, my brother. And by the women, I mean my grandmothers and my mother. And because I'm writing about close family members, I felt reticent about putting anything out in in public. But what I've been starting to feel into and dig into is the influences that my father and my grandfathers have been having on me and the influences that my mother has been having on me. And what I've realised is that for a long time, because my mother didn't work, or she worked very hard bringing us up and doing all sorts of other creative things, but for a long time, because it was only my father that, that worked, it meant that I he was my role model of what it looked like to work. And so I spent a lot of my life trying to conform to that model. And I think this was not particularly what he wanted for me. I think he was thrilled that we had the same career and that we, there were things that we could discuss, but I think that it was something that I had internalized and not necessarily something that my father was projecting onto me but he was my role model and so he was the one that I was trying to to be like and I'm extremely grateful to him for all that he's given me in terms of just persisting with things in terms of being very structured about things um, in terms of you know, the sort of intellectual, rational. I mean, I think of my father as the rational man on the Clapham omnibus, which is uh, somebody that um, many law students will recognise. And it took me a long time to realise that my mother was also, and my grandmothers were also role models. And so my mother is extremely creative. She's she's done up a million houses Um, very beautifully she's a painter she's a drawer she's done a lot of pottery and um, she's written a book and she's recently written a book and isn't currently um, marketing it so at the age of 86 which I think is just incredible and my grand 
mothers were both also very creative. So my paternal grandmother was an incredible artist and she should have been a very well, well-known artist, um, but she didn't need to, she didn't want to, or for whatever reason she wasn't. And my other grandmother had a, um, she was a driving force behind a dramatic club and she wrote many of the plays for the dramatic club and was, act, was an actress as well. And so it struck me that the men, including my grandfather, who ended up in his, in his life, who ended up very, very miserable. Um, it struck me that the men had, in some ways, had had it less lucky because they were forced to go go to work and they, they had to go to work and they had to bring in money. And so they were able to have a career and my father had a very successful career and was very happy in his career, or at least at the end he was. And I think he has absolutely no regrets about it, but he also didn't have a lot of choice in the fact that he just had to work. Whereas my grandmothers, although... I think all of them would have been fantastic at work, especially my mother. I mean, she is such a, uh, she just gets stuff done. I mean, she's incredible. Um, And she would have been incredible if she had had a career. Um, But because they didn't have the need or the possibility to work, it meant that all of them were able to develop their creativity and it took me such a long time to realize that all of that creativity was part of me as well and so for a while there I was thinking that I'd wasted my time in not having tapped into that creativity earlier but where I am now is I'm just incredibly grateful to both my parents for all that they've given me. So my for my father for all the structure and the and the intellectual side and my mother for more for the feeling and the the creative side. So I've had such a right brain, left brain input from both my parents. And I'm just so incredibly grateful for that. The other thing that struck me in as I was doing, you know, as I've been writing, is that how men have evolved over the last century or so. So my grandfather, he was always very severe, and I don't think I ever had a single conversation with him in my entire life. Um, I don't. I, do, I don't think he had a clue how to relate to to children. And there are times when I notice that, in fact, there was an extreme sensitivity and extreme care. Um, and I and perhaps he also had a creative streak that was never able to be developed. He certainly dressed extremely well. And he looked like um, he looked a bit like Clark Gable. He was a very good-looking man, and he was very miserable. And 
he, my father was then almost like a transition between my grandfather and my brother. So my brother is very much, you know, very happy in his skin, happy in his career, great father, um, just a, you know, great all-round person. And it's almost like my my father was the transition from my grandfather who was forced to be in a particular structure. Um, my father who found great joy in his career and then my brother who is sort of much more creative and free um, and it's almost like a, a transition of what it means to be a man over that century and the person I feel really so sad about is my uncle so my uncle, my 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 father's younger brother, he ended up dying at the age of forty-two and having a pretty miserable life. And I think that if he had been born thirty, forty years later, his life would have been so different. Um, I think he was born into the wrong family at the wrong time. So I feel terribly sad for him. But it's just interesting to me to notice these different forms of manhood and what it means to be a man and how that's evolved. And it's interesting how men are evolving to become more as, more like women and women are evolving to become more like men. So I'm going into the workplace, being told to be more confident, being told to to speak up more, to speak in lower voices, in louder voices, um, you know, to, to dress in ways that men dress. It, it, it's as though the, the two genders are starting to merge. And I'm, I'm, I'm wondering about, we, we're telling men to be more vulnerable and to be more in touch with their feelings and we're telling women to be more like men. I'm wondering how it would be to have spaces for everybody just to be the best version of themselves that they are instead of them having to try to be something else. And I think we're moving towards that. So that's what I've been thinking about. That's what I've been writing about. Um, and I've also been doing a lot of structuring and I hope that um, soon I'll be able to I'll be in a position to do be reading a lot more episodes. So, sending love. Bye. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode of A Diary of a Writer. I'm running an absolutely free group coaching session on the 9th of May at 6.30pm Central European Time. This session is part of my Dancing Days series where we dig deep on a particular emotion. We have already danced with fear and with anger. And this time we're going to be dancing with joy. If you have ever felt miserable and wondered how to have more joy in your life, you will find this session to be of enormous benefit. Check out the Dancing Days Dancing with Joy page on my website, www.ceciliapoulin.com. I would love it if you could join us. Thank you so much for listening.